0: Doing the fuck thing, like, I mean, I'm recording separately. your face. Sarah, Tatiana and Jason might have a issue with that. Okay, maybe. Tatiana probably not, but uh, okay, I don't know, uh, she's weird. Okay, that was really highly inappropriate. I That could be that hot. Out. No, I'm I don't not. Know. Maybe fuck they want to watch. I mean, you... I'm
1: down, they can join yeah, in. Yeah, that's true. Like, I'm open. <laughs> it's fine. So y'all both got <laughs> hot ass <laughs> wives. Like, I can't <laughs> help that, like, maybe I want to rub their butts every now and then.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Uh,
0: after we get done here, I'll give Tatiana a butt rub for you. I'll be like, you hey, better. This is, I, Sarah this is too, you Nick. Make you sure. know, I'm gonna be creepy though. I'm okay, okay. Be like, this is from Beth.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, you gotta be like,
3: <laughs> yeah. Sarah's gonna be asleep. I'm gonna wake her up and be like, yeah, this is from Beth. <laughs> this is from Beth.
1: You gotta say Batman first off. It is a Batman butt this rub. From... Okay, yeah. This is from Batman. Yes. <laughs> <This is> from <laughs> Batman. <laughs>
0: Alright, let's just Hold on, I sink. have
1: references for my butt rubs, just so we're clear. I could literally call up like a handful, a dozen people right now that would be like, I give the best butt rubs on the planet. So, you know, you just like.
0: You had such a fucking good thing when you said handful, okay, but okay, a dozen. So a dozen people is a handful of butt. I understand, okay. okay. I understand. Is it six per? What is it? Okay. Listen, uh, you know, like we all gotta be like ludicrous, okay? We gotta be ambidextrous. You know, and we've gotta slap ass with both hands. All right. That's literally a line from one of his songs, by the way. I can't even um, right now with you too. i I'm telling you, it's one of those it's that's the benefit of recording so fucking It's late just at one night. of those days. <laughs> it is just one of those days. Yeah. I dude, I hate days like that when you know you don't even wanna wake up
2: and everybody, everybody sucks. sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you don't really know why, but, but you wanna what
1: justify. Ripping, ripping head someone's off.
0: head off Yeah No human contact
1: Dude, so, And if like, you
0: interact Your, your life is so on, on contract Your, your best, best
1: bet is to stay away
0: Motherfucker, motherfucker. It's just it one, of those one of those days,
1: days. Oh man
2: it's
3: I hope He she said <laughs> about the Houston, she said bullshit Think you better quit Talking that shit or you'll
2: oh, you
1: got the fat <laughs>
3: Where the i wish i could grow man? that little little soul patch of Dude, so I, listened I you,
2: to that 100%. album the other day
1: when i sent you the link to in together now in the chat i was actually listening to the significant other album and i totally listened DJ. to no sex and in together now and like all of the good ones right like i was just like man feeling that 12 year old me nostalgia it was so go- it was great i loved
0: it i i listen to lint biscuit all the time okay I like even the even the deep cuts like fucking like nineteen ninety nine and shit like that you know like where are you at Jacksonville you know what I mean like I'm listening to all that shit I love it yeah 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 you got it (laughs) (laughs) I listened listened to to that album
1: I had that and Bevel without a cause and Issues on a three CD stereo changer from Kmart when I was like that age and it just rotated through those three albums and my grandmother hated it okay like.
0: Gosh, they're on tour right now, dude. In- did yeah. I ever tell you about my? Did I ever tell you the Kid Rock story? What happened with Devil Out of Cause?
1: I think we oh talked about it recently, actually.
0: Okay, cool. Well, I mean, so I know, we, know, talked, about... okay, I know cool. we talked. Okay, cool. So about it. I won't. I won't rehash it, episode, but. Dude, it's guys, what inspired uh, me to
1: listen to Significant Other. Actually, was us talking about Kid Rock <laughs> last week was what inspired me to listen to biscuit this week. <laughs>
0: Dude, oh, oh shit! So here's what happens, right? Okay, like guys, you got to v- envision with me, okay? So, uh, Story I have an Xbox. Series. I have, I have an Xbox. Story time, bitch. Um, and what happens is I put emulators on it, and one of them is a Game Boy Advance emulator. Now, if you guys out there in Grim Noir Podcast Land have never seen Kid Rock's 1999, I think it was Lollapalooza performance, what he did—it was one of his first live performances in front of a large audience. It was televised. He came out, Ba with a bow was starting right. He came out in this big fur coat and he took it off, and his skinny fucking bird chest, fucking trailer park <laughs> body showed. And he was like, and he came into the song. He's like, my name is Kid and the whole buildup happens. He goes, kid, rock! And he he jumps up in the air and he does one of those big jumps where his legs comes up next to him and then when he hits the ground, his um, his uh, fireworks go off in the back and then he starts like headbanging with his whole body, whole upper body, right? So, kid, rock! Bang, 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 right? So here's the thing. This reason I bring this up <laughs> is because on the Game Boy Advance, there is a Bible game and um, I played it ironically. <laughs> And actually ended up really liking it. So what you have to do in this game is you have to go find demons. And then instead of fighting them, you get into, they ask you Bible questions. And if you answer enough of them correctly, then the demons banished, right? So, uh, but she can only, the girl, I, I was a girl, you know, whatever. I guess you could choose boy or girl. I chose girl. The girl only has three things she can do. She can walk, she can squat down, or she can jump. And when she jumps... She does a jump like Kid Rocket, that thing. So I said to Tatiana, who is sitting right there, I was like, Tatiana, watch this. And I had her sitting there and I was like, my
2: name is Kid.
0: And then I went, Kid. And I had her jump and then start doing the head painting because she was going down. You know, I'm going to go back into that game and I'm going to put the audio behind it so you can see what I'm talking about. It was perfect. You
1: have to release that as our first TikTok
0: okay oh, yeah. that's it that's the tiktok let me put it together i'll get it all together so um we are six minutes into this uh so let's do this thing real quick okay so one two three fuck.
3: fuck fuck
0: there we go okay so ladies and gentlemen we're not here to talk about uh new metal today unfortunately for you uh that what were you another
1: to- episode
0: dude i would love New metal, fucking like you know. T- hey guys, did you know that Todd McFarlane drew the cover of "Follow the Leader" by Korn Yeah, boy. <laughs> he also animated the new music video for "Freak on a Leash." Bet y'all didn't know that. God, I'm old. Um, but um, we uh, it- so so, but what we are talking about tonight? Uh, oh yeah, sorry, <clears throat> sorry guys. Uh, I'm Pope. Original Nick is hanging out. Beth. Uh, <laughs> also known as Le Bat, Le Pimptress, Le Legend, is hanging out with us tonight. And Legend. tonight we are going to talk about a movie that uh is interesting in that it's uh Pope it's fun. It. It's a fun it's a it's a I don't hate it. I don't hate it. No, that's not nice. Let's be let's be nice to Underworld, okay? Like let's be nice to it, okay. <laughs> That's the, that is the name of the movie. It is Underworld. Okay, good. Just making sure it I thought is, I got it wrong. It is. Good
1: You get it put in uh, You hand. know, I
0: was about to call it Undertale, and I was like, no, I do not want to <laughs> just undertale that hard, okay? Um. But uh, tonight, actually, Beth is going to lead the – she's going to lead it because Underworld is, like, super important to her, and that's amazing, and, you know, that's always good to have that personal connection. So uh, I present to all of you the awesome – the great, the lovely Beth, the macabre pimpstress, take it away.
1: Yo. Um, okay. So we've talked about underworld. It's come up a bunch of different times last week. We were talking about it under the, uh, intention to kind of, we're moving into our Hollywood monster universal monster phase here at grim noir macabre masters. The, uh, the, the switch is slowly taking change. So we're going to be pumping the grim noir thing a little more. Um, but we were talking mostly last week about werewolves, American Werewolf in London, and that brought up the idea of, like, werewolves and vampires as they cohabitate movie media space in Hollywood, and I thought Underworld was a really great example, because they do discuss, as we discussed last week, the idea that werewolves and vampires actually come from the same lineage, right? Like, I think we were talking about that, and that was sort of our segue into the Underworld world. Um the the essential synopsis synopsis of Underworld. We'll start with the first movie. I don't want to go into the entire series necessarily just yet. Um, but with the first movie, we have, uh, the character Celine played by the lovely and beautiful Kate Beckinsale, um, and she plays a vampire who's also sort of like um, an assassin for vampires. Essentially, like she handles the va- vampire world community's light work. Essentially, she's like, "Here, let me just go shoot these guys. Let me take care of these werewolves. It's fine. I'm gonna look hot in this catsuit while I hold these guns that would literally blow me away. It's Total fine. Side we note. love it.
0: Total side note. Uh, before you go with yeah. your synopsis, I want to point out that uh, did anybody else notice that Kate Beckinsale has literally no ass? Like, it's just like she's like
1: just wait by from now to the end of the franchise you'll see there's some butt like there's some butt in there like she's pretty hot i don't care like
0: well yeah she kind of, get, you said um, earlier she got pregnant right so she probably knows well, no, so,
1: so. her Lord. and michael sheen no hey. broke up in 2003 i believe i had this all like on my google and then i had to go look up other stuff um Mm-mm. let me see if it's still on my screen
0: Underworld World Thirty Four is what's currently on ooh, there right now.
3: Yes, <laughs> like in, oh, <laughs>
0: like in rule. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not Kate Beckinsale. Nobody pays attention to her. It's like it's the werewolf's uh, fucking is what people are paying attention to. Okay. Or the is old that guy, what it is? Victor, it's Victor <laughs> yeah. and the werewolf. The 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 werewolf vampire Victor. hybrid. They're they're oh, they're making.
3: Yeah. It
0: they're taking care of their problems in a more intimate way than they did in the movie. It's the alternate cut. It's really inside. Ooh. You got to be paying attention. To deep. C- yeah, yeah. That Ooh. was
1: not on vo- available on Voodoo. I'm sorry. I must. It wasn't. Voodoo. Really they're now. C-
0: they're all about censorship. There. You got to say hidden I feature on the DVD. <laughs> I'll
1: have to check that out. <laughs> so
0: I can that- actually. Say, oh,
3: <laughs> I, Go I can see like a CG artist like actually rendering that just to fuck. With The director, you're like, hey, hey, check this out, check this out. Should I send this one up? (laughs) Should I send this one up? (laughs) It's fucking Davy Jones fucking fucking a werewolf vampire man. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Good
1: lord. (laughs) So we have Scott Speedman who plays um, Ben, right? That was his name? No, not Ben. See and I just watched these movies, like three of them earlier today. It was
3: Michael, wasn't it? It was Michael. Michael's the hybrid.
1: Michael Corvina or uh, Corvin. Yeah. So he is the original guy. Um he essentially has vampire DNA, right? And then he's got werewolf DNA as well, and they like (laughs) trigger it so that he is a hybrid of both and everybody is trying to get a hold of him and get his blood and so she's like all trying to protect him and then we've got Michael Sheen who's all like Lucian the werewolf guy who's like super hot with all this really long hair and this really badass jewelry and he's all like super angry and hates the vampires like with real passion and fervor yeah totally right and then you've got uh, (laughs) uh, Victor who is like Kate Beckinsale Celine's like father figure he's like the guy that like adopted her and made her a vampire and stuff in the first movie that's what we think anyway right but then we find out later that that's not really what happens in the second movie but we won't talk about that yet so this is my like bad girlfriend analysis of the movie right Um
3: (laughs) i like her was something about he's got dna and they're all trying to Get at it! And yeah, totally. To it. They're trying to intermingle Ooh, their DNA. Yeah, he's got two. kinds Well, they're actually of trying DNA to prevent it, right? Like,
1: because the vampires yeah, are yeah. all like exclusive. Like, no, this is like a bastardization of our blood and blah blah blah.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> actually, I was talking. I was talking to uh, Richard earlier uh, from from Grimm Comics, um, and he uh, he actually I told him I was watching Underworld for this episode, and he was like, "Dude." when you get to the hybrid vampire fucking werewolf dude, like tell me how stupid it is, right? Because I thought it was stupid. And so I watched it and I was like, no, he looks pretty legit actually. Like I thought it was pretty cool. It was one of the cooler parts of the movie. And he was like, dude, they painted him black and gave him red contacts. And I was like, you know what? That's why Victor was against it because he's a fucking racist. (laughs) Oh my god! He knew that vampire werewolves would come out black he wants his coven, Lily White. There's some black people in the coven. He's probably going to kill them all, right? If he wouldn't have been offed, spoiler alert. And so fucking, and then imagine my surprise when fucking that douchebag, I open up the second movie and the first thing I see is his puckered fucking ass face. He's like, hey, we're going to Surprise, like, surprise. Oh. He's like, this is what Dumbledore left you. It's like oh wrong movie <laughs> asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the dude's got such a distinctive face because he always looks. By the way, why did he make those weird noises? Kate Beckinsale was like, "Hey Victor, what's up, bro? How you been?" He's like, <laughs>
2: "It totally reminded me
1: of um 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 the dad, the scars Guard guy, the older one, not the younger ones in." The Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> when he played Orlando Bloom's dad on this ship that was like all doomed, like yeah it totally oh, yeah. sounded like right the, squid with all the
0: noises. Barnacles and noises. Yeah. yeah, 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 that yeah. guy.
1: So fucking, it totally sounded like that guy when he made those noises. That's what I think yeah. of every time he, I see that shit. He
3: also <laughs> even Bill Nye he makes weird noises in uh in Pirates of the Caribbean. He was like he pops all the time. If you if you hey, watch it again, careful. he'll like do little pops.
1: You keep making weird what? sound effects like that and you're going to summon somebody.
0: Oh, I taught them how to bind Devin, note to later, Devin, when you're aud- editing the audio, you did three exact, you did you did two, exactly two tongue clicks. Okay, maybe it was three. God damn it, I don't remember. Oh my god. I'm in trouble. Uh, scrap the episode I'm in
3: Davy Jones <laughs> is gonna
0: come. Oh, I got chills. I got, chills. You See, I, got ch- I got chills just thinking about it. But okay, I continue. <laughs> so we've
1: got this guy craven right who's like been the elder like sub elder in charge of like vampire kind in america or what the fuck ever um and he's like working with the werewolves you know which is like super against vampire rules because they're a lot like elitist and super exclusive like group of people they're like only we get to dress in these really cool outfits and like destroy all kinds of history and like uh uh, art and shit for fun you know and get all these really cool weapons werewolves Cannot have any of this cool stuff, only like he's working with them, right? And so then, like, Celine decides that she's gonna wake up Victor, her dad, like, cause they have like this thousand year sleep or several hundred years sleep or whatever that they like rotate who's in charge of all the vampire kiddos like while they're sleeping or whatnot and so she wakes Victor up to Tattletale on Craven and then Victor's all pissed because he all like drinks her blood and he's like I have seen all this stuff and blah 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 you know I have (laughs) to do the the Hotel Transylvania thing yeah exactly right and Craven's all in love with Celine and wants like her to be his girlfriend or whatever and he's really like that creepy guy at the club that buys like hot girls drinks and then gets all weird like right away and nobody really wants to be with Craven because he's kind of creepy like that so he is all super salty when she meets Michael and like saves his life or whatever. And then is all like, I'm going to kill him. But then they find out he's all special. And Lucian, the vampire dude's all like trying to completely destroy the, the continuation of vampire lineage and whatnot. Cause he's got this like really big vendetta against vampires for a good reason. But you guys aren't going to get to hear about that until our next episode of Grim Noir. Cause we didn't get to that movie yet today. Um, that being it said, on it the first one. It did a little, it did a little, but you don't really Mm -hmm, get to see until the third movie, like, why uh, Lucian's, like, passionately Mm anti-vampire. And he has some valid reasons, like, it was, like, some hella Shakespeare kind of shit, where, like, he got fucked over really hard and he has every right to super especially hate victor but like i said we won't like super dive into that for
3: sure for sure.
1: that being said that's more or less my synopsis obviously selena's gonna win because there's four more fucking movies after the first one so we know that like her hot (laughs) ass is gonna be (laughs) later on in the movies showing back up um pope i know you said that you didn't really like it what besides the cheesy like early 2000s like-esque vibe um <laughs> give me your your synopsis of the things you did like about it because then you said you didn't hate it which means there were things no, that you did like all. like about it it's a little the soundtrack i assume is one it's got a dope ass soundtrack
0: it was also um the the werewolf um when people changed into werewolves i thought it was really interesting like how they did it Um, You could actually really see the lineage of something like American Werewolf in London. I mean, Mm -hmm. at a certain point, like even Dude even pulls up his shirt and stuff. Like they were using like some of the exact framing. And I don't know if that was intentional or not, but um, so I like that. I like the werewolf transitions. They did not look corny at all. And a lot of movies are definitely guilty of corny werewolf transitions. So I appreciated that. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked a lot of the... um, I liked... I like the thing about it is, and maybe with the later movies, it'll help with it a little bit because like, there's like serious mythology there and, um, they really like, you could, you could tell they cared about the mythology of it, but I felt like there's, and maybe that's another thing in the future movies because like a lot of what a lot of stories do that's really annoying. Uh, video games are especially guilty of this is that they'll tell an interesting story And that's the backstory. And then a less interesting story is what's going on currently. And so like, that's what I feel like is going on. Like there's definitely a huge arc
1: over the movies that like, if you only just watch Mm. the first movie, you don't really see like how they go about it. So I think you're really on point there, honestly. Like I can't wait for you to see the others and get the full story.
0: But there's, um, there's like, there's good stuff. Like, uh, for example, What happened with Lucian has uh, it rings along with what's going on with uh, with Celine in the present, right? So, um, kind of the whole Shakespearean star-crossed lovers thing uh, is happening, and that's really cool. Um, I liked their execution of a lot of the effects that they used, and kind of a lot of the um, you could tell that like a lot of the wire work and stuff like that, the kind of fight choreography and stuff was. Really nice and um and kind of sharp, and I thought that was cool. Uh, there's a lot to like there, but honestly, the main thing that I disliked, and you're gonna think I'm crazy, but I dislike Kate Beckinsale. I mm. thought, I thought, I think seriously, no, like, no, I'm not saying it as a person, like, I'm not saying like she's a bad person. I'm as just a human like, being, <laughs> yeah, I hate her as a human cast- being for okay, being asleep. Okay, so this let movie. me ask you: You don't
1: like Kate Beckinsale for the story, so who would you have cast instead?
0: I don't know. Maybe anybody who shows any kind of emotion whatsoever and has more than three oh facial expressions would be a start. I was going to say that the girl who was in Twilight would, like, be a perfect stand-in for Kate (laughs) Beckinsale. Oh, my god! She was probably her fucking stunt double. Kristen Stewart? uh, Kristen Stewart. Same (laughs) problem. And nothing against Kristen Stewart either. But I'm just saying, like, it was like, it's like, it's like Kate Beckinsale is, like, in love with this dude, right? And, like, she's, like, Hmm. into him and stuff. And, like, the story, like, you're supposed to feel like, oh, that's so cute. You know, like I watch a lot of movies now, so like I I like analyze what they're trying to make me think, and they're trying to make me think two things: a Kate Beckinsale is hot, which she's mid at best, and then b <laughs> fucking I'm trying like I'm supposed to think these two are a cute couple. So she goes to kiss him, and he might as well have been kissing like a fucking mannequin or a toaster, <laughs> or you know maybe like a poster. Of a of a more emotive woman, <laughs> a cardboard cut okay? out, like, a cutout. <laughs> like uh, you you are uh, you. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? This chick, I mean, she she was like she, she might as well have been carved out of stone. Okay. Well,
3: <laughs> and you I mean, can say, oh, vampire. that's
0: vampire stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I've seen a lot of vampire media and a lot of like think about Christopher Lee, who is incredibly yeah. emotive. Fucking Tom Cruise and uh who is incredibly emotive. The- like it's like being a vampire does not automatically mean that you're you're fucking you're just you don't have emotion and then the second thing is uh also the moment the moment. i was watching with tatiana the moment they said oh hey this is oh, craven i was like villain he did it. Uh, uh, dude i don't think that there's name's any movie
1: craven. with a guy named
0: craven, craven. yeah like
1: that's just you already know, it's a, it's so like, dude, I will why respectfully
2: <laughs> give away disagree like
1: that. in regards to <laughs> Kate Beckinsale. Like she is my Helen of Troy. Like I would, I would fight battles for her. Like I think she you is Gosh, so you're beautiful. A right I, now. Would, <laughs> I would, I would, I, huh? w- dude, I would want her i want to be her like i think she is like gorgeous she is like my ideal perfect woman i she's, I and she's fucking skin, hilarious and she's obsessed with the <laughs> cat which i think is great i've watched her feed a goat from her mouth on instagram like and she has like all these amazing thirst traps on instagram that i am just like obsessed with like i love kate beckinsale she's fucking amazing the, the and she's irony a is her actress. Feeding a goat.
0: Her feeding a goat with her mouth is actually a thirst trap oh my for God. some people. That's some people's exact kink <laughs> right there. Kate yeah, self yeah. feeding a goat with yeah, her mouth. Yeah.
1: You know, I didn't know it was mine until I saw it, and then I was like, "Yep, oh that's gosh. hot."
3: <laughs> All right. Like Nate, yeah, this. I like watching. I like watching skinny girls feed goats. <laughs> I'm, I'm he's like not, a yeah, really fluffy, it.
1: like, rich bitch robe, too. Like, she's all sitting there, like, in this, satin oh my- like, robe, and she's all, like, got her legs spread, and she's sitting okay. the stairs, and she leans over all... Ooh. Yeah, it was hot. <laughs> I don't care. So, uh,
3: I got a friend here, um, and he goes, he goes, you'll never guess how old I am, and he told me how old he was, and I was like, no. He said, he's like, yeah, I'm turning 35. I was like, you look 25, and he goes... Yeah, well, <laughs> I met this guy in an alley next to a castle and I <laughs> and I stopped aging. I guess that's Kate Beckinsale because she a doesn't dude. look however old she is, but she's in her know.
1: 50s. She absolutely does not look like she's in her fucking 50s. <laughs> like, not at all. Not at all.
0: You know why she doesn't look like she's in her 50s? Because she's well preserved. Okay, because she's a fucking mommy. <laughs> oh all right? Because
3: she met someone in an alley next the to Mommy The embalming castle. was
0: next fucking level. All right? <laughs> he <fucking> did
1: not. <laughs> I was going to say maybe all it right. had something to do with Michael Sheen's penis. Like, you know, that could have had oh. something to do. Birthing his child. Because that's the only kid she had was oh with Michael God. Sheen. Which I'm like, I think he is gorgeous too. in. Underworld. I did not realize oh, that it was like Michael the- Sheen later when I saw other stuff with Michael Sheen. And then I was like, oh, why do I know who that is? And Jason all looks at me as like, that's Lucian from Underworld. I was like, when was he like, when did he stop being so hot? But now he's like super nerdy guy, like old dude hot, and I'm still here for it. So like, I'm yeah, totally, totally. He's totally old, dude, dude hot. Like, dude there's old chick hot. hot. Like Jessica Lange is in her sixties, and I would still hit it. Katie Seagal is old, and she's still hot as fuck. Like, there's definitely <laughs> old people hot. I would totally uh, get down.
0: Uh, you know who's getting there? That's right Hollywood now? old she's, people. She's hot. well on her way. <laughs> Missy Elliott is getting there.
1: Damn, fucking a, and I would. <clears throat> I would, I would Missy it Missy day.
0: Elliott. Tatiana pulled up a picture of Missy Elliott the other day because we were talking about her in contrast with Lizzo, and I was like. Yep, could still get it. (laughs) No questions asked. Queen Latifah, Um,
1: also, I would still totally be down. Yeah,
0: Yeah, Queen Latifah could get it. Alanis Morissette still Mm -hmm. can get it. Um, Fucking, like, there's a lot of, of she's not old though. Alanis Morissette isn't old, but um, (laughs) Betty White could have gotten it. um, I was going to say, whoa. Did you yeah, pick up the Necronomicon since the, the last time we talked? I would never, I would never disturb Betty White's sleep, okay? I'm saying, like, I'm just saying, if she was still alive and she came over today, and she was still alive, and she was still alive, not zombie Betty White, <laughs> and she's like, hey, Devin, Hold on. I turned 99 in three days, and I'm dying.
1: And <laughs> Betty White were both zombies.
0: Then I'm okay. Totally okay
1: with that. Yeah, totally. No, okay,
0: okay, okay. There's no moral issue there. Yeah. 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 Age doesn't matter when you're dead. See, that's the thing. I guess that's true. That's the thing that people forget is that you're dead for billions of years and then you're alive for a hundred years if you're lucky and then you're dead for another billions of years. Like that's dead is the natural state of things. So, you know, age don't matter. You know what I mean? Betty White is, you know, she's 70, 80 years ahead of me in death and that's okay. It's just a number. Hit me So up what after you're I'm saying is that when
1: you're dead You're gonna totally be going to look for Betty White
0: I'll Ooh, be looking for okay. Tatiana But Tatiana and I will both Go look for Betty White together that's as That's so t- romantic Ooh,
3: A nice throuple there I know
1: yeah. right Like that's <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work
0: guys yeah. Oh my god <laughs> I bet, right, I, bet. The, I bet the dream Betty is White double- put it
1: down too If I'm being honest like I bet she was a freak in this act I'm not gonna lie
0: Oh yeah Oh, oh yeah my <laughs> Betty White. Betty White statistically has had the most sex out of anybody in the entire history of the planet. Definitely out of the three um, of us, for sure. <laughs> three of us Good fucking Lord. combined and multiplied Good by a hundred. Um, well, I, don't know, I had a lot of sex
1: in my younger days, so you know I was. I was, I was mean, definitely even knowing count. that, all right. And, and, and,
0: and, and me too. even knowing that, all right. I'm just saying, like you could tell when you looked in Betty White's eyes, like she's like. <laughs> I know some things. In fact, like, if Betty White was still alive, and, like, I'm pretty sure if I walked up to her while she was still here, you know what I mean? And she, and I, I, I like, pulled, I pulled meat, you know what I mean? I think that she'd probably be, like, <laughs> she's, like, doing calculations in her head, and you know what I mean? She's, like, longer than Quentin Tarantino, shorter oh than fucking God. Michael Clark Duncan. Right ah, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. It. You know Ryan's what I mean? <laughs> What the hell, <laughs> dude? I'm perfectly happy <laughs> being mid. That's the thing. Is like I'm I'm cool, but that's what the, 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 Kate Beckinsale oh is. I don't think she's happy being mid. Listen, Kate, <laughs> if you listen to this, I want you to understand that I think you're absolutely wonderful and a great human being. I know nothing about you, and so uh, that's cool. So we have a balance here, Nick. What do you think about Kate Beckinsale yeah. as an actress?
3: Oh, okay. Um, I. It was all right, I guess. I mean, it was my she was okay. my favorite part of the movie. But uh there's other if you're stuff a like Pervy McPervington. No, that's what? me. How, <laughs> what? What? What you're, else would I like? If I'm a pervert, what, what else did I like?
0: You're Kate you Beckinsale was the only thing you noticed, right? Like fucking, like there's all these that's hot guys. That's not true. Oh, that's what there it was is. was no, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I'm fucking
3: with you, bro. Um, uh, no, I. I thought it was yeah, it was a good movie. I liked it. While
1: though. we're talking about it, the it guy was, who played Victor, I would totally still right. fuck him too. Bill Nye. I would. It's always I weird would. saying
3: Bill Nye. and like Bill Nye. It Bill sounds Nighy. like Bill I would. Nighy. I would
1: fuck Bill Nye all day. Bill like, Nighy. Bill Nye deserves all the blowjobs. Who wouldn't? Like.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know. He's kind of an ass, honestly.
0: Bill Nye. That's good. Bill, He's kind of Bill, a dingus Bill.
3: now. He, he calls everyone an idiot, and I'm
0: like, All that's, right, "That's well." I mean, true. to be fair, I'm there's
1: smart. a lot of idiots out there. I'm smart.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the thing is. That's The thing is, if you're doing a worldwide broadcast and you say idiot is a blanking term, you're right. Probably at least 85 percent of the time. yeah, that's probably true. It's It's like when
1: you say not all men, like I know when I say not not all men, that all men (laughs) does not include you guys. Right. But I could still say all men and encapsulate like 70 to 80 percent of the population, probably. Right? Like, so, like, you can't really take true. it that's personal true. because you know that you're not a dumbass, right? Like, you turn your tap water off when you need to and you turn your lights off when you need to. You're doing your part to save the planet where you feel like you can, right? That's really all Bill Nye cares about. Like, Daddy Nye just wants us to be safe and happy. That's all.
0: Daddy Nye? <laughs> there's a... there's a, d- Yeah, he's Daddy. Uh, there's another yeah. problem. Good Lord. Him, though. And that is simply that uh, a lot of people that are idiots... Um. Don't think they're idiots. And if you're listening it's to this true. podcast, I mean you. Okay. Like <laughs> but a lot I don't. of a lot of people. Someone's gonna get a big <laughs> complex from us and be like, A oh, lot we're of we're people we're like, I like, like. That's the thing is I get in arguments with people sometimes, and they just give me the dumbest fucking arguments in the universe. And they think they're so smart, and it's like, look, I can at least acknowledge that my arguments are flawed because I don't know everything. Like that's the first step: acknowledging you don't know everything. You know, so if Bill and I calls me an idiot, I'm like, you know, probably, you know, I'll work on that. Bill. <laughs> That's fair, that I daddy. guess. I'll okay. work on it, Papa. I'll be better. And then I'm like, Simpai noticed me. Um, oh God! Good Lord!
1: Oh, where this whole lower. grim noir transition Sheesh. is definitely turning us into the darker side of the macabre for sure.
0: Sheesh! Woo.
1: It got naughty on grim noir. <laughs>
0: it got it got a little bit naughty it did it did but that's the that's okay i'm here for it bill nye and betty white inspire naughtiness in me i can't help it
1: (laughs) i would like to tell our listeners if you don't want to hear all about our naughty escapades please leave us a five-star review and tell us why you don't want us to talk about how bill nye is daddy
0: yeah clean it tell us to clean it up yeah that's right crack that whip Crack that whip, mistress. Um, hey Pope, I really think you to like a, button. a lot one of, of those buttons right
1: there on your shirt. Like you're just not showing enough skin.
0: <laughs> I'm we got to keep the, the audience up. happy, okay? We got to keep the audience happy. They come here for the spice. That the so nice that it burns them twice, okay? So half of uh, the I feel
3: like I feel like half the audience is erect, and the other half is like, please shut up and get on with the movie.
0: Yeah, right? They're like, I wanted to know about Underworld. So yeah, vampires and fucking vampires and werewolves fight. That's... (laughs)
1: So Victor There's lots of guns. Up. I'm watching the movie. You know how I do. Victor just woke up and he's sitting here doing his all like oh my God. twitchy thing with like all of the yeah. like blood <clears throat> packs like shooting <clears throat> into his like IVs all over his body and shit and like he's got all his fancy pants on with mm-hmm. his jewelry and stuff. And I'm like, let me just be clear. If I was still showing nothing but what was underneath my subcutaneous layer of dermis, right? Like, because you've got the three layers of your skin and then your musculature. And like, if I'm still just showing all of that under layer in the underworld i'm maybe not gonna wear my fanciest pants and like heaviest fucking uh talismans like right off the bat like let me build some skin up first maybe wake up give me some blood coffee like this is a little heavy heavy is the the the, the throne that bears this ugly ass necklace um
0: listen beth I, you're, this you're man raw is a gangster, <laughs> and gangsta never yeah. sleeps okay i'm just saying <laughs> He doesn't like when like, he went he to sleep. He was like, he put on that shit. He put on his LO Cool J, his Mr. <laughs> T gold chains, and, and he was MC like, he pants. was like, he's his hammer pants. And he's like, yeah, when I wake up, they're gonna know, they're gonna know the moment they yeah. see me, you know, you know they're what gonna they didn't do up. though. And then, of course, like they... they wake up, he wakes up in 2023. Right? And we're like, uh, yeah, by the way, economy's completely dead. Gold's devalued. Like, you look like a fucking guy on the side of the corner. Like, can you please clean it up, Victor? (laughs) Oh, my God.
3: They didn't show the five minutes of his raw nerves being touched by cloth and
0: him screaming in his. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They forgot the Hellraiser part. (laughs) See, his name is Victor, but his real name is Frank. Frank Cotton. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um
3: something something i would like to say about the movie is mythbusters did a little uh a little myth on shooting holes in the floor because they do that little thing where oh where she, like, she shoots all shoots around her and through of, the floor yeah yeah and she falls through and that myth is totally busted they they took they like eventually had to grab uh a submachine gun and it took like four mags or something of the submachine gun to actually cut all through the floor. We're sitting here with a Tommy gun, just
1: shooting all around us. Like,
3: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I got yeah. a fifty
0: cal, like fucking. Well, to be <laughs> fair <laughs> to <laughs> <laughs> her, she her pistols were fully automatic. So true. like true, they were, but Sean, she, did like, 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 she did it in like she did it. I mean, but then again, she's the like each. light. She's like she probably could have played the <laughs> fucking paper boat in it, right? That's how light she is. Right? So, like, fucking, like, I can see how that could be a problem. But then again, Trinity... He said to paper
1: boat, Doc.
2: Yeah. yeah. The, the SS Georgie. From, uh... You could
0: have played the SS Georgie, okay? That that woman floats when she sits on water, okay? She could walk on water like <laughs> Jesus, okay? Like... Jeez. She's gotta weigh seriously like three and a half pounds. She probably weighed more as a baby. Okay? Jeez. Like, honestly, <laughs> she was right. Would a have
3: been... She, right. she would have been my ideal woman if I was like in high school, but now that I'm an adult, and if you like see my wife, she doesn't look like Kate Beckinsale. So my taste has kind of like changed towards you know real shape people.
0: <laughs> Just saying. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, you know what? You know what? Kate Beckinsale. Like, I wanna, I wanna propose actually oh her perfect role for her next movie. Oh my okay, are you ready for this? And I, I'm not trying to be mean, by the way. I'm trying to be funny, but um, K-Beck says perfectly fine as an actress. But uh, I, I, for comedy purposes only, I'm proposing her next role, and that is as Plank in the Ed, Ed, Nettie movie. Jesus, shut okay? the
2: fuck
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> She's her got the perfect expression. that <laughs> it never changes. She's got the perfect shape for it. Kate Beckinsale would be fucking awesome as Plank.
2: Oh, my
3: God. Just imagine
0: a little boy carrying her around. It's like, hey, Plank. She's just like,
3: like, hey, Plank, what do you think about this today? Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> She's just like, I have a British accent. He's like, yes, you do, Plank. Yes. He narrates. She narrates the intro. She's like, one day. Not too long ago, on a cul-de-sac, there were three boys and their friends, and an eternal battle was happening between them and the girls. And then it goes Jeez. into the movie. That's exactly, that's, that's, dude. Hey, Hollywood, make this exist, okay? Make it, you've been putting out <laughs> sequels and shit for so long and reboots. Where's my Ed, Ed, and Eddie reboot? My God. <laughs> Fucking Christ's sake. <laughs> Anywho, we should probably talk about the actual movie at hand. Um, yeah. Hey, did you guys notice that Craven walks like... He's got the biggest chip on his fucking shoulder in the history of shoulders. Like, did you guys notice <laughs> his walk? His walk was, like, really, like, hunched over, and he's like, whoosh. He's trying to be the bad guy. He, he's trying well, to be... Uh... I know, that's the thing, though, is, like, they... Like, they no, i will say that i didn't expect victor to be the bad guy like to be the bad guy at the end like uh, partially yeah. the bad guy but it, that, that was, was actually something they did that was really interesting there were really two bad guys and the craven actually kind of had good purpose behind what he was doing whereas victor is just a fucking racist so like there is that like victor's into eugenics and shit like that and that's not nice you know, right. so like uh, that, that I did think that was kind of cool because the whole time I'm like, I'm like, yo, old girl, Celine, she's going to team up with Victor and they're going to fuck this dude up. And then Victor is going to be all like, yo, you know what, Michael? out. Yeah. You can be all right, son-in-law. All right. I'm, I'm not racist yeah, yeah. anymore. I'm cured. Right. I'm not a neo-Nazi I'm anymore, <laughs> bro. And then, and then they were going to adapt and cured. that was going to be the end of the movie. Right. That's what I thought was going to happen. Predator handshake yeah exactly so, yeah we'll talk you about son of a things. bitch <laughs> um, one of the
1: things that you brought up earlier and this is a thing that that the movie has gotten a lot of flack for for 20 years now right it came out in 2003 um and that is that it was basically the gothic version oh. of the matrix which i think the matrix was the gothic version right. of the Ma- yeah. matrix like the matrix in and of itself is pretty fucking goth. yeah like but yeah. you know So, but it's, like, the vampire goth versus... The the cyber goth, yeah, exactly, or, like, mall goth, because mall goths were way more into, like, the Matrix than they were Underworld, at least in my experience when I was younger. Um, So, do you guys think that that's a fair analysis? I know that you had kind of mentioned it earlier, Pope, but, like, after now seeing two of the movies, like, do you still think that that's the case, um... Like, there's a lot more storyline to the movies, you know, besides just that initial impression. Because I will say it is fair when you look at just the overall themes of, like, visual themes that they stuck with. Like, they definitely stuck with a lot of similar action sort of sequence and um, uh, costume design and and sort of uh, vibe. But, like, I think that it is still standalone, not exactly, like, a ripoff of The Matrix. Like, the storyline is very different, you know?
0: So... The thing about the Matrix that people, I think, have to remember, and we're actually seeing it happen today with Into the Spider Verse, is that um, the Matrix changed the face of cinema when it happened. It was an absolute revolution, and so people like watch it now, and it's a it's dated, but it's also um, the thing about the Matrix. If you go back and rewatch it, which everybody should really, it's a great movie. Mm. Uh, the first the first one especially, although the other two are fine too um is that it uh it set the standard like a lord of the rings set the standard for for high fantasy the matrix set the standard for a lot of stuff and there are echoes of the matrix through all movies and all video games even today like you think about conquerors bad fur day even having a scene where he's in leather and dodging bullets right like it's Mm -hmm. on the n64 like it's it's everything had that kind of thing. So it went, what happens and like I said, you're seeing it with spider verse today is people crib from it and they, sometimes they iterate on it. And so, yes, if you look at this incredibly surface level, even as a guy who didn't love the movie, like if you look at it surface level and you're like, okay, they have a hot chick and fucking leather shooting fully automatic pistols and looking hot, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, Yes, okay, fine. It's like The Matrix. And some of the choreography is like The Matrix. But thematically, it has besides wardrobe, it has almost nothing to do with the Matrix. And so like yeah, they brought it I mean the even the storyline
1: isn't really know, like respect. similar at all, right? Like I would say that's the big mm-hmm. thing is while I can see visually the comparison in style, mm-hmm. which like we said earlier, it sort of iterates the time period more than any thematic movie trope or anything yeah. like that.
3: <clears throat> right. Yeah. I was it, say is, that it is of its time. It, yeah. I mean, it's got like all of the late late nineties and mid to late two thousands all had like a blue green or some weird filter on it, and everyone was always brooding. Everything was bloody and grungy. Like even up to Twilight. As much as I don't like Twilight, I feel like. Twilight is more of a rip-off on on Underworld than Underworld is on The Matrix, especially even having Michael Sheen in the same kind of role, almost. It's really goofy. But yeah, I I think like Daredevil and um, that also, any kind of movie like that, from the mid to even Batman, everything was dark and grungy and brooding. I don't know. I think Matrix did set the standard for that as well. Everything was real and brooding and grungy and everything was dirty i don't know how to explain it just everything looks dirty from the mid-2000s and to the late 90s it's gross
1: sure i mean visually i would say that that's absolutely true one of the things that underworld has gone under um execution for not execution but sort of like it's taken a hit for and and not just (laughs) underworld but multiple vampire themed TV show, movies, media, was that they sort of all ripped off of the old show Kindred and the old role-playing game Vampire mm. the Masquerade. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that particular storyline, um, but it was like a tabletop role play like, It was really, like Dungeons and Dragons for vampires, essentially. And you've got these like, different popular. factions of vampires. Mm. It was very popular. Um, and the TV show Kindred in the 90s, I believe it was the writer's who ended up filing a lawsuit um, against a bunch of different people in Hollywood for uh, how they ripped off the epitome of what was considered like the the original quintessential sort of vampire trope theme show because we had so many different types of vampires in that universe or whatnot. And um, True Blood, uh, Laurel K. Hamilton with the Anita Blake series, Underworld, Buffy, like all of the things that are pretty common popular culture knowledge or, or vampire lore today have all kind of ripped off of the, the whole kindred universe. And that was a huge thing that I didn't know that Underworld really fell under until I watched the old show. And I was like, wow, it really does. But that comes back to like that whole thing we've talked about for, especially when it comes to like universal monsters and, um, vampires and werewolves is there's really nothing new under the sun, right? Like it's all derivative. And I know we've talked about that a lot before. Um, Do you guys think that Underworld stands alone as its own story so far with what you've seen? Or do you think that it is derivative? And I say that as a Hollywood media, not necessarily as uh, some of the lore that supports it. Like, uh, without taking into what we've said it before in regards to like the idea that werewolves and vampires in history thematically uh, come from the same bloodline. Like, do you think as a newer story for our generation that it stands alone or do you just think that it's kind of a copycat of everything else?
0: Pursuant, I actually do want to note that the Vampire the Masquerade people actually did sue the people who made Underworld. Um, was it the kindred director
1: writers or was it the vampire the masquerade writers because they're connected vampire, the and I couldn't remember which because one it was and I couldn't remember it, how much they had to do with the show.
0: Part of it was um it was uh the reason they sued them was because the idea of werewolves and vampires having like a centuries old blood feud um, and so uh, they ended up settling out of court. but yes, they did sue them the vampire, the masquerade people. Um, I remember watching a so documentary about, settling, about it so like yeah. The thing about settling out of court is it's not really an admission of guilt, but it is an admission that there was a good chance they could have lost that case. So, yeah. Um there there is that to consider. I do think the underworld is its own thing. Um uh accepting twilight, which is <clears throat> twilight is its own thing too, right? Yeah. Um accepting I mean, that yeah. the idea of like crossing over vampires and werewolves is actually something that really works very, very, very well, but you don't see a whole lot of. Um, And maybe it's for uh, movie reasons, like you just like Freddy and Jason, you know what I mean? Like Aliens versus Predator, like it's hard to make movies like that that actually make sense. Um, But uh, I think that, I think Underworld, like for all I've clowned on it and all I've clowned on Kate Beckinsale, which I assure you is a complete joke, it's just meant to be funny and that's all. Uh, Nothing against her whatsoever, or her acting, um, or her looks for that matter. Um, The thing about it is, is that it is really, 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 really just firmly set in the time that it was made. And that's not a bad thing. Like uh, if you watch The Crow, The Crow is so obviously 93, 94, and that's great. It's part of what
1: makes it like iconic in its own way is that it was so 1993 and it was so grungy and like it was really, you know, raw for its time. And I think Underworld to some degree, for those of us that grew up in this early era, like it was very much um, definitive of the era in which we grew up from the style of clothes to the music. There was a lot um, in Underworld that resonated with the kink scene like sort of across the board of the time and progressively since then. Um, it's considered a very popular series or franchise in that realm of the universe. Um, I would say that um, in the vampire community, it's held in really high regard for most people that I've talked to, um, you know, and it does have a lot that's sort of nostalgic for those of us that, you know, it came out when we were in high school or just graduating high school and stuff like that. Um, so, but I do see why people call it derivative you know, as well. Nick, do you think that it stands alone?
3: Well, I think um, if we're just talking about the yes. first Underworld, I think mm-hmm. it does hold itself pretty well. I think once we get into the deeper lore is when it really does become its own thing. It, it, it Of course, it has vampires and werewolves together. They just, they just go together for some reason. I don't know how it is, but Anytime you think of werewolves, there has to be a vampire somewhere. And every time you think of a vampire, there has to be a werewolf. Maybe that's just because I'm a little bit younger than you all. Not much. I'm not going to, you know, not going to try to make you feel old. But when you guys were in high school and graduating, I was in middle school. So I kind of had a little longer to sit with all this stuff, I guess, because there wasn't a whole lot going on. I didn't have to have a job or anything. So I got to watch these movies more often. Um. And I just see, I see a lot more werewolves and vampires together, but it's, I mean, that's how everything is for me, is everything copies everything, it's what you choose to differentiate yourself. If it is a one-to-one recreation, basically, it kind of sucks, and you're like, oh, I've heard this story before, including, oh, this one scene that happened in this movie happened in this one too, and there's another scene, but... It's when you get into the backstory, your lore, how you craft your world to be different than all the other ones. I mean, Game of Thrones and uh, Lord of the Rings, they're, I mean, they're, it's ridiculous how much J.R.R. Tolkien er, inspired George R.R. Martin, including the R.R. It's like a rip, uh, an epic rap battle of history. You even stole the R.R. You even R. stole my R.R. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, so much Arr. happens, I mean, even having the same characters in the movies. So, I mean, it's how you choose to craft your world and I don't want to spoil it, but once we get to the prequel movie, I thought it differentiated itself way more than uh, a movie that had just has like Twilight where they're kind of like kind of allies, but kind of standoffish. Uh, whereas, and it just kind of happens that way. But whereas in this one, You know, we'll get to it when we get to it with the prequel anyway. But, yeah, I mean, I think it stands alone. Um, I like it. I I thought it was pretty interesting. I, yeah, I don't think it's derivative of anything, really.
1: So I would say, like, I see the derivative just because I've there's a lot of more historical vampire stuff that I'm exposed to. You know, like Bram Stoker's Dracula was one of the ones that the Vampire the Masquerade people also kind of targeted for some themes. There was a lot there, and I can see why certain people took offense to Multiple different vampire media. Um, I think the one thing, like you said, with Underworld is that as you go along through the movies, um, there is its own story that they unlock for us. I can't wait, honestly, for you to watch the fourth and the fifth one. Um, And I know, Pope, you still need to do the third, fourth, and fifth one. But once we get to the third one, which, canonically, people hate it, honestly. Like, people really hated the third and the What's fifth movies. So <laughs> and I thought the third movie was excellent. I thought it told an excellent, beautiful tragic story like and it it really really gave us some insight into who the fuck victor is and why his betrayal in the first movie was so profound so when you get to that point there's a lot about the first movie that they kind of don't explain you get so much action-packed sequence that there's not yeah. a lot of backstory to why this feud has been happening to why it is so important that Michael Corvin is saved and why it is so um, poignant that Celine falls in love with him and that they have this beautiful relationship. Um, And we kind of get a little bit of that into the second movie. We're really not going to have time to talk about the second movie today. We're already at like 55 minutes almost. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll kind of pick up the rest of the arc, I think, next week when we do it. But I think that you bring up some really good points in that as you dive further into this universe with Celine and victor and michael um and lucian especially like as we go further on uh we get a lot more understanding of how this was somewhat different and how it does create its own um sort of vibe and sort of you you begin to get endeared to the characters in a different way because they did take the franchise to a point where it was that. um, And I'm glad that they ended it where they have. There were talks about an Underworld 6, and I really don't think once you see the fifth movie, it would kind of be ridiculous to do another movie. Like, I don't think it would would benefit the franchise Mm -hmm. at all. Um, And I normally don't say that. Like, a lot of times I'm really excited to see what other movies are coming next, but I think that they should end it where they have so far. Um, And we'll talk more about that next week Um, before I give out closing statements or anything. Do you guys have any final thoughts about the movies or about anything that you think uh, is pertinent that we didn't go over?
0: I actually have one Sure. Um, because I've been going a little bit hard on the movie, but I was thinking about it and I was thinking, okay, what's a movie around that era that I really like that I can kind of directly compare to this? Because I saw Underworld when I was younger, but I didn't remember it at all. Um, And so I uh, thought Queen of the Damned, Queen of the Damned. Excellent comparison. And so they're both very much of that time. And so, but here's the thing, Queen of the Damned, I love. I love it. I've loved it for many years. I love the soundtrack. I love the movie itself. And it was not received well
1: when it came out, like at
0: all. mm -mm, It wasn't. And the truth is, and this is actually like kind of my note on it. Even though I love Queen of the Damned because I loved it as a younger person, I have to say that Underworld is objectively a better film, on every level, um, except maybe music. Right, but that's I will Queen absolutely agree
1: a, with that. Um, and I will say that Queen of the Damned could have been a much better movie had they stuck more to the original text.
0: Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. They like they it, they left but...
1: Marquette and the twins out for the entire movie almost. You know, and it like that was a substantial part of that story that they did not include and they focused way more on Lestat being a rock star and way less on the actual lore of that film too you know so it's I don't think the that they did Queen of the damn justice even,
0: it, it really wasn't true. but but the, the thing about the Queen of the Damned was like uh the effects were corny like it was like there was a lot when like they like moved fast it was like the blur or whatever it was just it well was the guy really who played
1: Lestat okay. was not a good Lestat
0: Stuart Townsend. Uh, Townsend played.
1: Yeah, Lestat, I didn't like him. And
0: I thought he was okay. Like He, he was okay. Job, he was mid, um, but he was not my Lestat, right? Bruce.
1: Agreed. I don't uh, think that Tom Cruise, the guy who did Lestat in the new TV show for all of the shit that I talked about the new TV show, right? And you know, I talked a lot of fucking shit about it. Um, the guy that they chose to play Lestat was really good. Really, really good. The only person I would have chosen that would have been better was the guy that played Damien in The Exorcist or in the 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 Omen, the TV show, um and he was like on iZombie as a zombie rock star. Anyway, that guy, he's the only other guy that I would want to playlist at, honestly. um And then one other kid that was on that Sabrina, The Adventures of Sabrina TV show on Netflix, the the kid that played um Caliban on that show would also be a good list at. But that's the way- neither here nor there.
0: Hollywood Lestat is blonde. Okay. Yes, please. Can we please get it right?
1: It was like um, seventeen but, or twenty when he died, not like forty. So can we maybe right? get a younger just, Lestat, please? Can I maybe get a fifteen-year-old fucking goddamn fucking Armand, like I'm supposed to, like Antonio Banderas
0: sake? looking like grandpa as Armand when <laughs> Armand is a saying. boy?
1: Well, and now the and guy that's about no, to play hey, Armand uh, in Antonio the TV show is like fabulous, our age,
0: but- uh, yeah, uh, well, and he was a hot Armand,
1: but he was not fucking 15. Okay,
0: no, like, it's let's just be fucking Not even for close. Real. Not even in the general area. But, so, all I'm trying to say is that, like, nostalgia and rose-tinted glasses play a lot of, you know, kind of play a lot of, um, it has a big role in kind of how we approach the stuff that we watch Absolutely. Uh, in the modern day. But, like, if we're objective about it, there's no universe in which I could say that Underworld is not a better uh, scripted movie, better effects, better wardrobe, better acting, better everything. Minus Akasha, I would and, agree.
1: I will, I will give you that well, Akasha is it. better. Yeah, like, it. and that's not rest in peace, Aaliyah. Besides her, that being her legacy, that's her the crow, right? Like Aaliyah, it, it was kind of her same legacy, just like Brandon Lee's was the crow, minus mm-hmm. the getting shot on set part, right? Um, that being oh, said. You know, I will even say that Akasha is, is hotter than Kate Beckinsale, and that's I I'm saying that there is no gun to my head. You know, like I I will admit that hands down that well, was was much hotter, movie. much fucking hotter. But but for like white girls with small butts, I will say that Kate Beckinsale is the T. Okay, like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I could, dude. I could name like fifty white white women with small butts off the top of my head, but uh, that I think I think are the more the T than Kate. I think Kate Beckinsale would be pretty watered down tea, uh, but that's okay
2: because
0: Kate Beckinsale probably would like if she looked at me, the expression on her face would you know be right because that's how she <laughs> always looks. But no in her head, she's thinking that this guy she's looking right past me right through me. I do not exist to Kate Beckinsale never will and that's perfectly okay. It's a good arrangement for both of us. Um so uh yeah, that's my thoughts. I just want to Do wanna you have any guys. Final thoughts about Jeez. the movie?
3: No, I, I I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was pretty good for the time. Um I'm I want to watch the rest of them. I I got invested in the third one. I think uh, it's a pretty good dark horror movie. I I'm, it, re- it gives me Resident Evil vibes for sure. I think they came out around the same time. Oh yeah,
1: they? they did. Oh
3: yeah, 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 yeah. And I and I love Resident Evil so. I well, think, figure- by the
0: way, Mia Jovovich, <laughs> top of that list. Okay, <laughs> That's
1: fair. Okay, so here's where I will say that Underworld and Resident Evil have a lot in common in that Resident Evil and Underworld are both excuses for directors to make their hot wives in their skinny butts on fucking film be recorded oh and gosh. seen by everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> both of them.
2: 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and, yeah. like,
1: granted, I want to be somebody's hot wife that's going to be like, let me spend millions of dollars so that I can make everybody look how hot you are on fucking screen. Like, I'm okay hey, with that. Like, as a woman, I'm 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 here for it.
0: It's better than being Michael Bay, who just had like a oh major crush on Megan Fox and put her in everything and probably never even got his dick sucked for it. This is so, true. I mean, <laughs> this is true. Listen, Michael, we all know you simping, dog. And like, no, like I get it, like Megan Fox is great, but
3: I mean it's like, no, I can't tell my lip is gonna burst.
1: So that being said everybody Stay tuned for next week We're going to discuss the rest (laughs) of the story arc um, For the Underworld franchise Uh, Will Pope decide that it actually has a valuable Story and that he can get into it After seeing the third movie or won't he Please stay tuned for this Episode of Grim Noir next week Uh, After all that do you guys Have any shout outs before we say goodnight
0: I'd like to give a shout out to Plank from Ed, Ed, Yes. best friend a guy could ask for homie best friend ever <laughs> 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 no,
1: funny story my dog had a cutting board that we named board and she would carry it around like as her best friend and for like a whole two summers she had a bowling ball and a wooden cutting board and they were her friends she would roll the bowling ball oh and then gosh, she would run across with so her board awesome. and it, like my dogs eat logs okay like full full size logs they will chew into nothingness and this th- it was weird because she kept this cutting board and she she carried around like it was her baby and she would just gnaw little pieces of it off at a time until it was like down to this like little ball of nothing and she was so sad like she would go looking for her plank for her board and could never find it again it was just <laughs> devastating
3: oh.
0: love hurts so love scars it ruins <laughs> it must oh. oh, in you oh, put Jeffrey. your lighters up guys <laughs>
2: Oh, hey.
0: I don't, I don't <laughs> Hold have on, one. I was no, grabbing my yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Dude, that sounds great, by the way, by Nazareth. But yeah, so shout out to plane. Nick,
1: do you got any shout outs? <laughs> uh,
3: I don't think I have any shout outs this time. Uh, Oh, well, hold on. Shout out to my wife who is going to... Who's starting all of her exit show stuff. She's like a month away from uh having all of her exit pieces ready to be shown in the school gallery here oh also shout out to all of the flat assed bitches here in <laughs> at the university you know we who you are about, <laughs> yeah uh, sheesh. all the if you had if you were a white air forces just i'm just <laughs> I'm there's just, a 70 yeah. to
0: 85% chance this applies to you yeah, if and there, you drink and there, oh, their Strawberry like Ultra Dreams <laughs> Monster. This, are you sending me some goddamn p- Strawberry
1: Monster, by the way, while you're sitting there checking I, on Yes, the I got to move, dog. I got like
0: shit going on, but I'm I just making you. sure uh, you.
1: Okay, I'm just making sure I don't want you to forget. I got you.
0: I got you. I got you. Okay. I got you. By the way, uh, I also had another shout out. I thought of another shout out that's a little bit more important okay, than Plank. Plank, okay. you're still really important to me. But <laughs> Beth is uh, getting ready to graduate. And that's fucking awesome. I want to give a shout out to Beth for getting through it because um, we, Nick and I, um, because we work with Beth often, have actually kind of seen a lot of the challenges that went into it, and a lot of um, the difficulty in arranging everything and arranging, you know, the lifestyle around the family and everything else. And so, um, I'm blushing. Shout out oh. to you, Beth. Oh, yeah, sure. shout out to oh, you, bro. I love you guys. Kicking ass I still, and taking I graduate- names.
1: I will walk for commencement May 12th, and then I will officially be graduated at the end of this summer when I finish my internship and my last class and get to go take my national board exams. That is when I will like be officially official and such. But I'll get to have regalia and my tassel on my cap and gown and all of that stuff in May. So that's really 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 exciting. Thank you. Um, My shout out goes mm-hmm. to these two for always being my favorite clowns to hang out with on a Saturday night. Usually a Saturday <laughs> night. Um, And to my daughter Jocelyn whose birthday is in a couple of days. She's going to be that big one too. You know and that's that really happy like, birthday. Happy birthday. My little kitty princess. She is so excited. We actually got her commissioned like a professional cake. Shout out to Rachel in South Park, Colorado for doing Joslyn's gluten-free kitty cake. We're very excited for that. Um and I had another oh shout out to Tasha at the Dominos who is letting us throw the birthday party there and that is where we are doing our weekly D&D mm-hmm. tournaments on Monday nights with the kids where we have done a hybrid Dungeons and Dragons Harry Potter themed thing to teach the kids how to do a D&D campaign essentially like it's very simplified right but and it's a lot more physical like because i got kids with the the tism and the adhds and they got to get up and move and sitting there waiting to roll dice is not conducive to that but uh shout out to tasha for letting us host all our stuff there and um hopefully she's going to actually listen to this podcast because she said she was going to at some point shout out to my teacher faith who uh uh, started her own podcast about death this week and their first episode is getting ready to come out like in the first week of april they did their first recording and i'm very very excited to uh, hear all about that and look, catch that and once i have the title for it and i don't have to go looking on instagram while i'm in the middle of trying to talk at the same time i can give a more proper shout out to faith for her recording session um, but yeah, like that's pretty much where I'm at. That being said, uh, we love you guys. We thank you for listening. We appreciate you going along this journey from Macabre Masters to Grim Noir with us, where we are definitely a little more racy, a little more spicy, a little more opinionated. Also a little more silly. Um, We love you and we appreciate you listening. Please, please interact with us on social media, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook, so that we can get to know who's listening and what we can do to make better shows for you guys. Um, We love you.
0: Peace. Goodbye. Well, I guess it would be nice.
1: If, if I, I could touch, touch other, your body.
0: Sorry, you said I know faith. That and so like this one.
1: has got a body like me. <laughs> Goodbye, ah, you all I heard earth. Earth. <laughs> that song the other day too.
0: Get the fuck up. Wicka <laughs> 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 wicka. Wicka 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 Alright. <laughs> now we're now we're really done. Okay? Just want to do a really? yeah. biscuit reference. Good night to good all good. the
3: flat ass bitches. May your boyfriends not use your ass as a pillow. <laughs> I oh, really being mean You know what? i not against... <laughs> to be fair, I have kind of a flat, flat
1: ass for a chubby girl, like, to be honest. Like, I, I don't have, like, a big old bubble butt. I could no, girl, like, if I squats. actually got up and Gotta did some stuff. Yeah, you know, that's the squats. physical therapy, yeah. therapy I'm working on for my ankle is they have projecting. me doing squats to ass. help build up the, the, the strength in my ankle again. And I'm like, you know, I better get an ass from this, honestly.
0: I like, uh, um... Okay. Uh, it reminds me of actually a line from a Watsky song. Uh, he says, uh... He says, uh something like your mom's so hot, your mom's butt so hot, I call her the boo hootie. Uh <laughs> truly a hot mom. Other moms are doing their squats wrong. <laughs> that shit fucking cracked me up. It's from the song Don't Be Nice. And it fucking just I died, dude. Word up Watsky. Shout out to Watsky. Okay, seriously, I'm yeah. stopping the recording. Right All right, on my- later.